Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. So anyway, it is what's the point? And I want to ask you this. Uh, do you sometimes, have you ever been driving somewhere, and uh, it probably happened this morning, you come to church, you're driving for 20 minutes and then all of a sudden you're like, i got no idea how I got here. <laughs> who, who's ever had that happen? A few of us here today. Who, who, was, who had that happen this morning? You just got in the car, next minute you're here and you're like, how did that happen? I've had that happen a couple of times and I'm like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. So obviously we understand this, we're on autopilot. You were there, but you don't remember how you got there. And uh, you know what? Sometimes in our lives, uh, we can live our Christian lives a bit like this. You know, you're sort of there, but it's just gone to autopilot. And many Christians can end up with a kind of an autopilot kind of Christianity. And, uh, you know, God doesn't want that for people. I saw somebody in church recently... uh, and they just seem so flat, like they're in church, like somebody forced them to come. Some, somebody's beautiful wife just said, you're coming to church today, get in the car. And that wasn't the kids, that was the husband. <laughs> he's in church and he's just like, <laughs> just in the meeting, you know. Uh, and I've got this thing in the meeting, just so you know, by the way, if anybody falls asleep in the meeting, I call them out. So just get ready for that if you're a, if you're a Sunday snoozer. Um, we're going there. One of the things that's been really troubling is that Fiona's parents, um, older parents, have been coming to church and her father literally falls asleep. And I'm just caught with this dichotomy. I'm like, that's my rule. I call them out. I call them out. And then I realize the carnage that's going to happen <laughs> if I call out my wife's father in church for falling asleep. So, uh, so anyway, I saw this guy. He's flat as a pancake. And again, sometimes as Christians, we can end up there. You know, many people in, in our countries, New Zealand and Australia, are struggling to find the purpose of their lives. And so they're kind of giving up on their life. We're just going into autopilot and just going through the motions. But God has not created you by His hands to live flat as a pancake or to live on autopilot. We've all had a few moments like that. We've all got knocked down in life, but God doesn't want you to live there like the, the stuffing has been knocked out of you. God doesn't want you to live like that in 2020. And, uh, you know, just surviving, just making it through. You might be in that season of your life right now, but God has not created you to live a life of just making it through. Jesus came to bring life and life to the full. God wants you to live a life of purpose. And I want to talk to you this morning, if I can, about the purpose of God for your life. And in fact, I'm doing this uh, just in this season of my life, so I'm just going to do it here today. But I'm, I'm encouraging people to say, imagine if you could have your best year in 2020. Just think about it for a moment. Why not? God wants it. And generally what holds us back is, is actually us or some of the things that we've been through, some of the challenges that we've had in life. So I'm saying to our church and everywhere I'm preaching at the moment that this is like preseason. This is, I know it's the end of the year. We're going to have a rest and all that. But preseason is such a good time because you start preparation for the real thing. 
Amen. And I'm, I'm encouraging everybody here, I want to pray for people here today, to have your best year ever in 2020. Who, who's ready for that? Come on, who's ready to have their best year in 2020? And I think right now we just start preparing, because here's something I've got to tell you, is, uh, you know, we're from New Zealand, so we support the All Blacks, and we're all still hurting. Even the Australian Kiwis, we're still hurting. I'm physically hurting. <laughs> that we got knocked out of the World Cup, which is our right to win it. Um, <laughs> we got knocked out. And here it is. You, you, you couldn't, and I know you guys don't care about this, so just, it'll only take about a minute. Uh, but this was a great team. And, 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 and you know, I'm, I'm sure the Australian team as well. But if you look at it on paper, you couldn't really find a better All Blacks team. But here's the deal. They were just a little bit off their game. To get hammered, you don't have to be terrible. You just got to be a little bit off of your game. You just got to be on autopilot. Feel the All Blacks go out on autopilot thinking they're going to win just because they're the All Blacks and they get hammered. And it's a bit like this in our lives. Here's my scripture this morning, Ephesians 2 and verse 10 in the ESV. It says this, it's a beautiful scripture, amazing. It says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We spent a whole month in our church just dissecting that scripture because it's so powerful. I know everybody here knows it, but the reality of the scripture will change your 2020. And I want to encourage everybody here to take this, you know, just take the scripture. It's always good to have a bit of homework in church, you know, take away some, some, some take homes, take the scripture home and over summer just meditate on it because this is God's word for your life. And I want you to, to think about what you can change up a bit to get back on your game for 2020 and everything that God has for you. Okay, so it says, we are his workmanship. What an amazing thought. Have you ever really thought about that? I know you just know the scripture, but have you thought about it? We are his workmanship. Do you feel like the workmanship of God in any given morning when you get up and look in the mirror. Hello, old friend. How does that go for you? I'm, I'm sure for most of us, it's not like you get up in the morning, you know. You are the workmanship of God. You are. Nah, for most of us, it's like, come on, man. Really? Get it together. Sort it out. Come on. You know, we got to realize who we are in Christ. And the enemy plays on that every time you look in the mirror. It's telling you what you don't have instead of what you do have. Uh, we don't often see ourselves like the workmanship of God. And the world doesn't help with this. It's just going to tell you every single day of your life how you really don't measure up to the world's standard. What the heck is that? Guys, we've got to stop trying to measure up to the world's standards. Stop immediately. We've got to start measuring up to the standard of Christ. And He's created us to be successful at that. God has not created you to stumble and fall, to, to, to lose in life. He's created you to win. That's what the Scripture says. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. You see, God is a craftsman. 
If he was going to make a mistake with people, he would have made that a long time ago. He's, he's perfected the art. And here it is. When I was preaching this message, I brought a, a, a masterpiece, because that's one of the translations of the scripture. It says, you are God's masterpiece. And I actually brought a masterpiece. We, we've got one at our home. Uh, but it's abstract art, you know, so it took me about 17 years to understand it, because I'm not really a... <laughs> Uh, an art person, but I've got it after 17 years, you know, and, and people come, and sometimes it's a big thing, and I used to say to people when they come to our house, is that a famous New Zealand artwork, or did my kids do that at kindy? It was one of those paintings in between, uh, it was, and the responses were 50-50, but here, here's the deal, if you talk to the artist, he'd tell you all about that painting, and I researched it, because the artist has died now, researched the artwork, and your life is a lot like that. You see, you're talking to the wrong people. You're hearing from the people that have got no idea about your life. But you need to start hearing from the artist, from the craftsman that designed your life, that built your life with incredible purpose. I want to tell every person here today in Noosa that you are created by God. You are packed full of the DNA of heaven. You're about to have your greatest season because God says it's going to be so. Can I get an amen here this morning? God is with you. God is for you. Psalm 139.14 says, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on, can we give him some praise here this morning because of the way he's created our lives? One or two people still not convinced. Just don't go to sleep on me. I'll call you out. Uh, We're going to keep going here. It says, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Imagine if people really knew that, if that guy sitting in church, you know, flat as a pancake, understood that he's been created in Christ for good works, if the people on autopilot could understand that instead of just following the pathway of the world's way, that they're created in Christ Jesus for these amazing kingdom works. That's so inspiring. That's going to get you going in 2020. That's all I want to do is plant a seed of excitement, of, of dream, of enthusiasm, of hope in you for 20. It's not going to be another same old, same old year for your life because God has created you for beautiful kingdom works. Who, who's here this morning? You're kind of interested in, in digging into those kingdom works in 2020. Come on, give me a wave right now. That's only about half the people. What, what are the rest of you going to do? Come on, who, who's interested here this morning? Just, just work with me today. Yeah, yeah, come on. Uh, even for me, I've been in full-time ministry for 25 years, but I'm excited by that thought of God. What have you got in 2020? You know, we're, let's not feel like we're in control. of. You know, God is in control. And we've got to flow with Him. We've just got to get excited about His purpose for our lives. And it's that desire that's going to get you into your purpose. It's that, you know, there's some urgency in this sort of stuff. You've got to understand with God, He's not going to steamroll you in 2020. Because trust me, I've tried. I've called Him up. I said, God, can you just take this? You know, <laughs> no, he's, he's actually not going to do it. He's going to wait for you to respond to His call. And I want to pray for that here in just a moment. He, he, you know, a lot of people, sometimes people say to me, Pastor, you know, God knows where I'm at. Well, of course He does. But, you know, what kind of answer is that? Sitting back waiting for God, he's, he's done it all. Now it's time for us to get some urgency and say, God, I know you've created me 
for a beautiful, powerful purpose. And God, I'm ready. I'm ready. And even some of you here, you've done some amazing things, but don't stop there. There's more. There's more. There's more in God. In Jesus' name. Uh, you know, there is a great kingdom mission for your life. You've got to think about it like that. It's got your name on it. You were specifically crafted for this good work. And it's imperative that you find this good work and do something about it because God has created you for it. William Clement Stone said this, when you discover your mission, you will feel its demand. It will fill you with enthusiasm and a burning desire to get to work on it. It's It's gonna stir your life up. This life makes no sense without good works. That's why so many people are living with, with a sense of meaninglessness in their lives. E- even the last few days, I mean, you know, if you, if you didn't really know what your life was all about, Noose is probably not a bad place to be. I mean, it's high, there's beaches. But, you know, even then I've walked, walked up and down the beaches, a couple of people, they've been in the sun so much that, that they're starting to sort of like... Uh, <laughs> turn into another creature it's like it's like that like like raisin skin you know what i'm talking about like raisin skin i've seen a few and i'm like you got to get out of the sun <laughs> just, seriously you've been in the sun too long the sun uh we're actually not created just to hang in the sun it's nice to go to the beach i asked christian melissa where, where do you people go on holiday you live in the holiday you live in the holiday um but you know it's nice to have a holiday but god's not created you just to be on holiday. He's created you for His purpose, for the wonder of God, for the, for the strength of God upon your life. Uh, Ephesians 1 and verse 11 in the message says, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. You know, one of the things I've just discovered recently after being in the ministry for a long, long time, and I know sometimes you feel like these ministry people are such big know-it-alls. Uh, no, we're not. We're on the journey of discovery just like you. We're all following God together, and God is mysterious and amazing. He doesn't always tell you what's about to happen in your life, which sometimes can be seriously annoying, but sometimes so exciting. And I want to tell you just something that's happened recently in my life, the last few years, is that our church got given this amazing task of running a whole lot of churches up in Cambodia. In fact, we helped start them as a missions project, and and they had some problems, um, you know, because this is a, a country with 1% Christian. And, and so basically I got a call from the pastor, for the young pastor in his 20s who was in tears. He said to me, Dean, it's, it's all over. And, you know, sometimes as leaders, we've got to make a big call in a short amount of time, like I had minutes, to make a decision. And I just said to this young guy, I said, Pastor, Tenny, if you're still in after all this carnage, uh, we're behind you. We're behind you. And in that moment, I committed not only myself, <laughs> but Fiona, all of our staff and our whole church to a major project of basically running uh, three locations, which has now become four locations in Cambodia. And I never grew up dreaming about Cambodia. You know, I, I, just, I didn't even feel like a missionary. You know, I just wanted to reach New Zealand. I was like, man, there's enough people in New Zealand that need... I feel like just going on a mission to my own city. Uh, you know what I mean? I never had that in my heart. I never kind of, but straight out of this moment, I went to this nation 
And I thought, you know, it's been one of the greatest privileges of my life to bring the gospel to this broken nation that in the 70s lost a quarter of their population, got killed, uh, and most of the families of Cambodia have had people that have been killed through. Then they had a a 30-year civil war after the, the, the carnage of the Khmer Rouge. And now we get to do this. I've got a couple of photos here of just some of our guys up there. Uh, if we can bring those Cambodia photos up. Um, yeah, this, this is our young pastor. So Pastor Tini and Janareya, he's 24, she's 20. And they look after four locations. We're about to start a fifth location in the, right in the, the big city of Phnom Penh with, with university students. Um, these are our two pastors. There's some of our kids. We run this thing called Kids Rescue Cambodia, where we take kids off the streets and put them in, a, in, in school, give food to their family so that they, the kids are safe. And this is, I'll just go back to that shop for a moment. Um, they're standing on railway tracks, and you can see the houses right there. Uh, and we've got about, um, about 40 kids that come to our church from that little village where the train just comes rolling through, and you can see the houses built on either side. I mean, the whole village is built on the train tracks. It's just the most dangerous place on earth. And all these beautiful little kids uh, who are part of this thing. And then one more. Right now, we are actually building a building. Uh, in, it's, you know, it's pretty basic, but in, in Sihanoukville, uh, one of the first purpose-built churches in that nation because, you know, 1% Christian. So it's, it's amazing that we get to do this. And, and, you know, like amazing, getting, getting these Cambodian people to buy into the vision. So they did their vision builders, and, and they actually raised the money for all those bricks. So all the bricks, they raised $2,500 US in their first, rise in, uh, their, their first vision builders to pay for all the bricks. Uh, and they've done a lot of the building themselves. It's amazing. That, that's something God has done for me. And I want to tell you right now that God has these beautiful kingdom works for your life. And not all of them have you taken hold of yet. And I believe that your next season is going to be just such a great season of God's purpose for your life. It says, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in. You know, there's some big kingdom work out there with your name on it. And it's so important. What I've learned about God is God, you see, in this world, the world doesn't really care about you. It's like, hey, mate, if you don't rise up, somebody else is going to take your place in a second. And we're, we're painfully aware of that. But God is so amazing that he believes in us so much, he's got no plan B. Can I tell you that right now? For your life, for your call, there is no plan B. He hasn't got three people stacked up just in case you don't rise up in 2020. He believes in you so much. That's what has motivated me for this nation of Cambodia so much that I understand if I don't rise up, if I don't motivate our church, if I don't get this thing happening, no one else is, who else is going to do it? Who else is going to do it if I don't? Who else is going to do it if you don't? Because God has put his kingdom work inside of you to bring him glory, to use your life for its purpose that God created for you. It's like this. In heaven right now, there's a conversation going on. And it's like this. And it says, what are we going to do for the next generation in Noosa, for these young people rising up and all they're seeing is the world's way. All they're seeing is raisin-skinned people lying on the beach of Noosa. You know, what is the hope that they have? Who's going to do something for them? And there's a response to that call, and it says, you know what, there's this church. 
There's this church in Noosa, and they're going to rise up. They're going to take their place in God. They're going to take a hold of the good works that they've been created for. God, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And there's this huge uh, celebration in heaven about what is about to take place in your church and in your life. Come on, can I get an amen to that here this morning? You're going to do it, C3 Noosa. It's like, it's, it's like a Ferrari. I'm a bit of a car guy. And actually, I've seen a few. I saw a Ferrari driving here. <laughs> it's like a Ferrari, and I've been to see some of them uh, in a museum. And it's nice. You know, you get to touch it. You know, it says, do not touch. But just quickly, you're like, I just have to touch it. But you know what? That car's not created just to, just to be looked at. It's actually got a purpose. It's got a V12 engine in there that would, uh, you know, drive you crazy if you got behind the wheel. You, you, you couldn't handle it, probably. The horsepower in that thing. It's created to drive. It's created to get on a track and cut loose. It's the same as your life. It's like a classic guitar. You know, where's our musicians here today? Where's our band? Give me a wave right now. It's like some classic, uh, and I, I'm guilty of this because I've actually got a classic guitar uh, lying under my bed that occasionally comes out. But, you know, these instruments are not created to, be, to, to hang on the wall and be looked at. They're created to, to be played and used. It's like a gifted athlete that never tried out for the team because they weren't quite sure whether they would make it. We are created for the purpose of God, to not sit back. You're not created, every person here, you're not created to be a spectator, but you're created to get in the game. So here's real quick, some signs that you may not be living for God's purpose, and we'll stick them up on the screen here. Number one, you lack joy. Number two, you don't feel fulfilled in your life. Number three, you're sinning, because that's where we go if we're not in the purpose of God. We just start going back to the old life. Number four, your work doesn't inspire you. Number five, you feel stuck. Number six, you have no direction. If you identify with any of of these here today, you know, it's time to make a change. It's time to pursue the purpose of God with everything you have. And here's just real quick, four points on how to find the purpose of God in your life. Number one, go to God first. Do you know, sometimes we go everywhere else first, don't we? You know, we have coffee with people and we talk to the pastors and, and that's all good. But, you know, don't dump all your burdens on people sometimes, you know. You know, somebody comes to have a coffee with you and they're really happy. And by the end of it, man, they're just like, <laughs> woo. No, 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 go to God first with the dreams of your heart, with the big prayers, with the cries. You know, God, what's, what's happening? Lord, go to God, Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me and I'll answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. If you go to God with your big questions, he's gonna bring you some answers. He's gonna bring you something Number two, let the word shape you. Who are you letting shape and mold your life? Because I'm telling you, the world will take on that responsibility if you let it. It'll tell you who you are, and it'll so undervalue who God's created you to be. Who are you letting shape your life? The word, the Bible says, washes your life. Every morning we need this. Just, you know, that's the routine. Get up, get your coffee, and get the word of God. Read it. And let it, it's going to wash over your life. It's going to clean you up. It's going to be beautiful. And you'll start that day with a whole new set of eyes. Number three, what, what does your gift say about you? Don't neglect the gift. Fan into flame the gift. Come on over summer. Get that old gift out of the shed. You know, dust it off. Say, man, I'm getting ready. I'm in preseason. 
I'm getting ready for 2020 to get my gift in the game. The gift of God is going to point you towards your purpose. And number four, what are you passionate about? Your passion is generally in the same direction as your purpose. A little, a little uh, 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 qualifier on that. Uh, you, you know, there are some passions out there that probably aren't worth indulging, all right? You know, I'm talking about the God-given passion. You know, when you think about the kingdom, what, what lights your fire? You know what? God has put a flame in you, a fire in you. Don't let it go out. Don't let it go out. Don't let it go out because of discouragement and all these other things. Come on, no, no flat Christian in 2020. Imagine that, C3 Noosa. No one's living a flat life. No one is on autopilot. Nobody's going through the motions. We're in pre-season. And I want to give you a great challenge as I close here to, to have your best year in 2020. Hey, I wonder if we can just all stand up together for a moment. I just want to pray on a, a couple of things in a moment. Thank you, Jesus. But uh, th- th- this guy here, what's your name? Justin. I, I just sense, uh, man, there is such purpose in your life. And, and I, I sense God calling you to a new season of, of going deep in the purpose of God. You, you're created for it. There is, it's like you're ready to go. You're ready to go. And I, and I sense that for you. 2020 is, is going to be a year of God's goodness, of good works. There are some works there that you are created for. You're going to be amazing at them. I sense some things that have happened at times that have just caused you to pull back a tad. But I'm telling you, God is for you. And, and you're going to see the greatest outworking of those gifts in your life like you wouldn't believe. It's so crucial. And it's going to cause breakthrough. I sense a spirit of breakthrough on your life. And you getting in the game in a, in, a, in a full sense is going to take your life and the lives around you to a whole nother level. I see influence on you, leadership on you. In Jesus' name. Let's give him a big hand. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Can, can I just do this for a moment? What if we just close our eyes across this place? Thank you, Lord. And I just actually want to say this as we do. This, this guy here in the, in the blue. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sense just, just a great heart in you. you you're a, you've got a great heart. And, and there is a stirring in your life. You know, at times you felt like, oh, well, you know, I've had a good run. But God says, there is more. There is more. You know, you're, you're a great man, and I, I just sense in 2020, God's stirring you up, stirring you up for a new season, sir. Uh, and, and the hand of God is coming upon you in a, in a new measure. I see God's anointing coming upon you. And, and a heart that's overflowing. It's like sometimes you see the chaos of the world, and you're like, God, you know, but God is going to get you in the game of solving some of those problems. I, I see that upon your life. You know, you, you're going to help. I see words of wisdom coming out of you, words of encouragement coming out of you, and, and just this desire for God. And uh, I, I see you being a, a great blessing to many people in Jesus' name. Come on, let's, let's give them a great hand. I just want to pray for a couple things. But first, before we do that, can we just close our eyes for a moment? I want to ask you this question, C3 Noosa. You're here this morning, but I want to ask you, do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? He surrendered to Him. Because I know this, God can't bring you into your purpose until you surrender your life 100%. You know, maybe you're like, yeah, I sort of go to church and I, 
I know the scripture and I've been in a connect group. All these things are amazing. But God wants you to surrender all, that He would be the Lord of your life. And I'll ask you this morning, is that you? You're away from God. Maybe you've never surrendered your life. I'd love to pray for you in just a moment. Well, maybe you're here and if you're to be honest, that flame's kind of gone out. You feel like you're just going through the motions. You're just, you're just cruising in life. But God is, is calling you today to follow Him with everything you have. Or if you're just here this morning and you're unsure whether you're saved and going to heaven, you know, come on, let's, let's get ready. This is pre-season. Let's get our lives ready for the purpose of God. So right across this place, if that's you and you need to get right with Jesus here this morning, make Him the Lord of your life, right here in this moment, would you just lift your hand? Just raise it up right now. Say, Dean, that's me here this morning. I need to get right with Jesus. Who's like that? Just give me a wave. Just lift it up. Say, this morning, I just need to get right with Jesus. Who would be like that this morning? I'd love to pray for you. This would be your day of breakthrough to let the full call and purpose of God come upon your life. Who's like that here this morning? Just give me a wave. I'd love to pray for you. You feel like you're, you're away from God. You're not following Him. Is there anybody at all? Just, just lift it up if that's you. Don't be afraid. This is the house of God. This is where God restores people, turns them around. A- anybody at all, just give me a wave as I look across this room. Just lift it up. I feel like there could be one or two. Just give me a wave if that's you. This is your moment. I feel like somebody just, you know, something's got to change. Something's got to change in my life. Just lift your hand. Lift it up. Say, Pastor, today is my day. Today is my day. Anybody at all? Don't miss this moment. Just lift it up if that's you. I'm going to pray for a couple of other things in a moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, here's what I want to do. I want to pray in a moment for, for people that feel like two things. One, people that have got a real stirring for 2020. You say, God, God, I, I tell you what, I'd, I'd be on that altar call because I can feel it in my heart, this, this stirring for 2020. And I want you to come on, on, on this side to your right. Everybody here that you say, God, in 2020, I, w- I want y- you to help me walk into my purpose. I'm ready for the purpose of God. Others that say, I want to go to a whole nother level. I want you to to come in in, in just a moment. And then on this side here, I want people, if you're here and you've actually got a call to ministry, I want you to come. And I'm not, you know, necessarily saying kind of full-time church ministry. It could be, but it could be ministry in the marketplace. It could be some sort of bivocational thing. But I feel there's a call of God sweeping around for people that want to rise for His purpose. So right now, I want you to come. If that's you and you're just ready for 2020, why don't you just come out of your seats on this side over here and just come and stand. And anybody, you you really see ministry in your life, I want you to come and stand here right now. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, come on. Over here, just just come forward. Say, 2020, I'm ready. I'm ready for the purpose of God. God, God, would you do something in my life in 2020? Who, who else is like that? Just come. I feel like there's some others here that God's just wanting to take a hold of. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. And uh, hey, where, where is uh, where is Noah? 
McCutton. Is he in the room still? Let's get him in here because I want to get him on this 2020 altar call. I feel like there's going to be a, a year of power for his life in 2020. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Why don't we just begin to reach out to God right now? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Holy Ghost. Thank you for your presence, Lord, right here. In Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you for what you're going to do in 2020, in Jesus' name. Lord God, thank you, Father. I just pray for this, for this man here today, stirring in his heart for 2020, God. The stirring. I just, I just sense a, a mightiness upon you, a big, a big thinker, a, big, a man of faith. And I tell you what, the enemy's tried to shut you down and put you in a, in a small place, but God is breaking you out. God's breaking you out. There is more for your life. I see you busting through, busting through. Like we were singing this morning, nothing is going to be impossible for this man because the purpose of God is flowing out of his life. And I see faith inside of you to believe for this church that great things can happen, that big things can happen, and, and, and that miraculous uh, works of God are going to take place in Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you for him. We thank you for him. Come over here, Noah. Come on, why don't we just reach out our hands to this young man. But you know, Noah, as, as I saw you come up to bring the mic uh, before, you know, I, I just, I saw your life and I saw God saying in 2020, he's, he's going to use you. He's going to use you to take care of some stuff. I, I just se sense that there is a, uh, a stirring in your life right now. And I, I sense a call to a, a young generation that have lost their way. And just like you, you, you came up with the mic to take care of business, to fix some things, God's going to cause you to be able to fix some problems. He's going to give you some solutions for people that can't figure it out in their own life. And I, I sense this uh, cry in you, this, this, this desire in you for something more. And God has raised you uh, to... to to follow His purpose. And God would say to you today, don't settle for the world's promises. They're, they're, they're empty dreams. And, and even now they're not satisfying you, let alone in the future. But God has put His hand upon you and He's raised you up in 2020. It's going to be one of the best years of your life as you step into the call of God. And uh, I tell you what, the strong spirit, but God's going to harness you and use you. Your words are going to have power for a young generation. And Father, we just pray for him in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, that he would know your touch and your purpose. Father, your anointing would be upon him, a, a young man for the purpose of God. Father, we thank you for him right now, that 2020 is going to be his year, his year, a year of your purpose upon his life. Father, we thank you right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Why don't you just reach out your hands to these guys here that have, that have got a desire for ministry. Father, we thank you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Just touch him right now. Father, with a with a purpose of God for your call, for your heart. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. For the anointing of God upon him right now. Thank you, Jesus. Just touch her in Jesus' name. Lord, the call of God upon her life to serve you, to follow you with everything she's got, Lord. To not hold back. In Jesus' name. Father, just use her life in 2020. Father, I just thank you for this lady right now. What is your name? 
Honestly. And uh, you know what I see on your life? Just, just this incredible enthusiasm. And you know what one of the de definitions in the dictionary for the word enthusiasm is to be possessed by the Holy Spirit. And I see that upon your life, that God is raising you up to be filled with the Spirit of God, to have unlimited potential, unlimited power and strength to pursue the things of God. And I, and I tell you what, you know, at times it's felt like, you know, can I continue to do this? I want to tell you, you totally can. You totally can. And there is more. You're going to cause things to take place. You're going to hold things up by the power of God. You're going to gather people around you. You know, people like you, strong people with, with, with passion and enthusiasm. And Father, we just pray for her right now, for your spirit to be upon her, Lord, to release her in Jesus' name. everything she has, Lord, to be an influencer and a game changer for so many lives. I'm telling you, there's a flood of people coming behind you. Your leadership, your stand, your authority is opening doors for many, and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, we just pray for him right now in Jesus' name. Your hand to be upon him. Father, you'd use his life in 2024. God, like no other year, I declare it upon his life. The hand of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for Amanda right now. Lord, for, for an incredible heart to serve. And here it is, Amanda, you, you're going to see some of the things that you got into this whole area to see. The reason that you started serving, you know, God's going to bring this into fruition in your life. You're going to see uh, just the mighty army. You're going to see an army of people like you that have got a heart to serve. Sometimes you ask yourself, why don't people? to do this? Why don't people want to give their lives for the purpose of God? I'm telling you, God is, He sees you. Heaven sees you. You've got an amazing spirit upon your life. And 2020 is going to be a year of incredible fruit coming upon your life. Lord, I declare it right now. Fruit, the blessing of God, the favor of God is coming upon you. You're going to see amazing favor in 2020. Father, I declare, Lord, I pray, we agree together right now, the favor of God is coming upon this woman mighty favor in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Let me, let me just pray for you as a, as a church. Just lift your hands to God. Father, for all these people here, God, we declare 2020 to be their year. 2020, a year of, of, of the, the move of God upon their lives. Father, upon this lady, 2020, stirring her heart. Incredible gifts upon your life. God is bringing them to the fore right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, right now for 2020, for all these people. Jesus, right now, 2020. Father, we declare the best year for this couple right now. The year of God's grace and God's gifts and purpose upon them in 2020. Man, you're going to be a powerful couple. This couple, Lord, I declare right now. God, they're rising up. I see you rising up out of some stuff, but I'm telling you, nothing's going to hold you back. Nothing is going to hold you back. It's like the enemy's had a shot at trying to keep you away from the purpose of God. But here you are standing. Here you are saying, God, 2020, God, we give you our year, and it's going to be an incredible year. Father, we declare it upon them, a powerful, a powerhouse couple. Lord, upon their lives, nothing's going to stop them. In Jesus' name, Father, we just pray for your spirit, for your anointing to be upon each one of them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, upon this church, upon this church, an unstoppable force. Lord, we thank you for this lady as she sings and, and 
leads. Father, let your, your touch be upon her. Father, let your anointing be upon her. Father, in Jesus' name. God, I thank you for this church right now. Lord, I, I declare it. The hand of God upon it. Father, a mighty year. 2020. Why don't we just all for a moment, if we can, just lift our hands to God. Father, I, I speak upon this church. A year of God's favor. A year of breakthrough. A year of some of the dreams, some of the prayers being answered in Jesus' mighty name. The best year for C3 Noosa. Lord, as the purpose of God flows upon this church, I pray. Look, guys, I see a, a, a young uh, young people coming into this church. I declare it upon this church. Young people. A young generation flowing into this church. Coming through. Boy, they're going to walk in there looking pretty, pretty ragged and pretty edgy. But I'm telling you, God is going to raise up some mighty young leaders in this church. It's coming. It's coming. Young people flowing into this church, filling this church. People of faith. I see men and women of faith. Business people with faith for the future coming into this house. Lord, we just declare upon this church, upon its leadership and upon its pastors, the mighty purpose of God, we declare everything that you have ordained for this church, that we would understand, Lord, that we are the workmanship of God created in Christ Jesus for good works that you prepared us for in advance that we would walk in them in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, let's give God some praise here this morning. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.